Dr. Zare Gazarian is a senior lecturer in politics and internal relations at the School of Social Sciences at Monash University. He's agreed to come on the program. Good morning, Doctor. Good morning. It's good to be with you. Now, this Dunkley by-election, you know, we're not directly involved, although I do get calls from Victorians quite often and Melbourneians, but it's interesting to discuss from a number of aspects, I suppose, but the big one is what's the big picture effect depending on what happens? First of all, let's uh, see, how do you think it's going to go? Do you think the ALP will keep it? Well, the polls are showing that there's been a slide away from Labor, so it's going to be very hard for Labor to keep it. But looking at the margin, which was over 6% at the last election, they might just squeeze through. Um, And as you say, this is a pretty high-stakes by-election for both major parties, because if Labor was to lose this seat then they would only hold 77 of the 151 seats in the House of Representatives. So barely the 50% plus one they need to remain in power. So it could well be quite the struggle for them. Internally, though, what do you think is going to happen? I've been reading lately, I don't know how accurate it is, that actually there's a lot of unrest within the party. I don't know if that's overstating it. But if it doesn't look good out of this by-election, do you think it will have significant effects for the Prime Minister? I think it will. Ultimately, it has to, because there's been a lot made of Anthony Albanese's leadership. Um, And for a while there, there was a honeymoon period where um, he was riding high in the polls. But what we're seeing really over the last six months is um, the... There hasn't been too much good news um, that he's been able to announce in terms of cost of living. And this is the key thing that I think is having an impact on the government, that voters are wanting to see fast action on cost of living matters. And um, the government is seemingly um, unable to deliver quick fixes. So this is taking some... uh, power and and some support away from Labor. And ultimately, um, voters are looking at alternatives. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're automatically going to the opposition, however. No, indeed. I read a piece today where Mr Albanese is promoting the idea that we have to expect a 7% swing against Labor. So in other words, anything less than that, hey, he's done a good job. Do you believe that? I think it's the Liberals come close to winning the by-election. They would have done well. And it would be a vindication of Peter Dutton's campaigning strategy. Um, Mr Dutton has put a lot of effort into campaigning for um, on, around marginal seats um, and has avoided essentially campaigning in, in the metropolitan areas. Mm. So this is going to be an absolute test of that strategy. If there is a positive swing towards the Liberal Party, then that's Mr Dutton's strategy will gain momentum and within the party at least, his support will rise. If there is a failure for, for Mr Dutton to make any real impression on that margin, um, and if it, if it changes marginally or not at all, then his leadership will become uh, more troublesome, especially, of course, as we can expect to go to the polls between August this year 
and May next year. So we're getting into the election year. But there's not, or maybe I'm just not following it closely enough, but there doesn't seem to be any heir apparent in the Liberal Party, does there? There's nobody waiting in the wings to replace Dutton if they want to get rid of him. I think that's an excellent point. Really, who is going to be next if Mr Dutton isn't there? Um, The pool of talent that the Liberal Party has, the high-profile MPs that they have, um, is at the moment still in the rebuilding phase. And that's to be expected after an election win. Um, But this is the opportunity. Um, The hope is that the Liberals will be able to win this seat. Their candidate, um, who is Nathan Conroy, will. Uh, the plan would be that he would become a, a member of the, the Liberal team, and from there he would be able to inject new talent into the overall party. But until then, of course, um, it's, it's Mr Dutton, his front bench, um, and the party will always struggle, as all oppositions do, to draw attention to themselves because the way of um, coverage, of course, media coverage in particular, the focus is very much on the leaders and on the government. As I understand it, this is a little different, this election, in the sense that for reasons of sentiment or whatever. Apparently, if the sitting member dies, which is the case here, then the swing against the government tends to be rather less, more in the 2.5-2.6% range. That's interesting, isn't it? The uh, circumstances in which these by-elections are held can have an impact on how voters respond. And absolutely, I think um, the late Peter Murphy had such significant popular support in the local community. Mm. Um, She was able to increase the margin from just around 3% at the 2019 uh, election uh, to over 6% at the last election. So it speaks volumes about how her approach really resonated. And interestingly, the Labor Party candidate, uh, Jodie Bellier, positioned herself as someone who's not a Creek politician, but someone who is going to be an effective advocate for the local community and follow in those footsteps um, set by Peter Murphy. So I think there will still be some significant support for Labor, um, and that makes it very difficult for the Liberals to, to win. So the test will be whether there's going to be any shift in voter sentiment. The polls are suggesting there will be. Um, and if, if that doesn't transpire on Saturday night, then the Liberal Party will be in deeper trouble than we thought. Interesting. Appreciate your time and comments, Doctor. Thank you for coming on the program. Thanks so much for having me. Dr Zari Gazarian, Senior Lecturer in Politics and International Relations at the School of Social Sciences at Monash University.